0: Hello everyone, this is Shamo with Girls and Geese. We're back for yet another edition of our Ask a Black Belt segment. Today we have a phenomenal instructor. She's also one of our Girls and Geese ambassadors. She's been running a program within her school at um, J Pages BJJ. She's an owner instructor and we are super excited to have her on to share a little bit of her wisdom with us today. If you guys haven't tuned in for these segments before, this is how it works. You ask the questions, and she will answer them. Hey, Lisa, how are you? how are you? Excellent. So I'm super excited to have you on today. You're someone who I've known for quite some time now. (laughs) I feel honored to be a part of your journey. You've had many ups and downs throughout it, so I think you have a very interesting perspective that a lot of people can uh, learn from today. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Uh, oh, gosh, where to start? Um, well, I, um, I'm 44 years old, so I, I'm not a baby, and um, I have a 23-year-old daughter, and I run an air conditioning company with my dad, so that's what I do full-time. And then I also teach a women's class at the gym that I also run with my husband. But, of course, he's the one that runs it most of the time because um, because I work full-time also. So that's another thing about me is I, I, I love jiu and I like to do it all the time. But I'm, I'm one of the rare ones that doesn't do it as a full-time job being a black belt. So um, people always ask me that all the time. They're like, you mean... You have a job. You don't do this all the time, <laughs> <laughs> but no,
0: I I go to work. <laughs> so how do you balance that? Because you're te- you're helping your husband run the academy. You're teaching. You're also you're running a business with your dad. How are you able to do it all? Oh my gosh! Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I'm tired a lot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I do. I just do it. It's like one of those things that. Um, that people always have asked me, like, how do you do this and this, and how do you be a mom and do jujitsu, and how do you how do you do all this? And it's just you just do it because because you love doing it. And I um, I get up early in the morning. I I walk my dog. I go to work, and then after work, I go straight to the gym, and I train, and I get home late, and it's it can be tiring, but. You know, you do it because you love it.
0: Otherwise, there's no way I'd do it if I didn't love it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hear you. That I mean, that's a, and you're commuting too. I understand your dad's
1: business yep. is not
0: that close to where you live, if I recall correctly.
1: That's correct. I have a 45-minute drive each way to work. So yeah. Wow. So yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, Thankful that right now, because of all the COVID stuff, my daughter's been home and um so the dog is with her all day so I don't feel bad, you know. So um that's been a blessing having her here. I always love having her here. Most parents are like, Oh, I can't wait till my child is out of the house but for me I'm like, Don't ever leave <laughs> <laughs> And she's she's going a
0: far ways too when she's leaving.
1: She is. Yeah. She is. <laughs> far- all the time she is i i took her uh traveling when she was younger um and i never thought that when she got older that she would enjoy it so much that she would she would go too. but traveling abroad in paris or, tra- or studying abroad in paris and then uh Living in Ireland, and yeah, that it, it's hard for a mom with only one child to, to deal with that. But you deal with it because your child is happy and you love seeing them happy. So,
0: Absolutely. So we have a few <laughs> questions. Um, they're asking, how, how do, what advice do you have for getting started with the women's program? How, do you, how did you get started? How do you keep it going?
1: Um, so that, that was, that's tough. So um, I started it as a purple belt. And, of course, you have, like, one or two women that show up. Some days nobody shows up. And you start wondering, is this a good idea? Should I just stop doing the program? Is this worth my time? And then I just kept doing it. So, uh, you know, I, I had Jay advertise it. I had him put it on the schedule. And I just showed up and taught whether I had one person or 10 people or 15 people. I just kept doing it, and the, the thing is to not give up on it because if you give up on it, it you know, then it's definitely not going to happen. So you keep you keep keep doing it, and um and and still to this day, my classes remain small, but I have so much great feedback from the people that come that I would I would never stop it because I I can't take that away from them. It's a great. In, intro to Jiu-Jitsu for women who feel intimidated, for women who don't want to roll with men, um, lots of different things. Young women, um, it's just a great class to start at and to feel comfortable in. So um, I, I can't, I don't feel like comfortable with ever taking it away at this point. So yeah, you just yeah. gotta keep doing it. One person
0: or twenty people is it to me? It's worth it. No, absolutely. I, I'm a product of a women's class, so I stand completely by you, women's classes are super important. I've, had, uh, I, I've driven, I drive
1: like 30 minutes just to come to your class because I didn't find another gym that had a women's program, and that's what I wanted. So just for that alone, you know, makes it worth it. No,
0: absolutely. So being on the go, running from work to the gym what do you recommend for eating before the gym? Like eating before training? <laughs> I know that's a hard one, right? And then timing it right. So, I mean, for for me, it, this is kind of funny
1: because um, I try and get this advice. Like my my husband eats eats phenomenal, and I've never been strict on my diet. And I, unless I'm competing um, I, I eat terribly. And, and like I've said before, like I could probably relate with a lot of people because I'm not one of those strict people that eat healthy and I exercise like regularly every day. And, and I'm just like the strong, like, it's amazing. I just don't have that discipline. And, um, so I, I wish I did, but I, but I don't. So, I mean, I, sometimes I skip I honestly, sometimes I skip breakfast. I'm not much of a breakfast person. If I do eat breakfast, it's a very small meal. And then I eat um, a decent or normal lunch. And then I train. I go and train at, I usually get there five or six, depending. And so um, I don't have any snacks before or anything like that. I can't eat right before class, so I'm usually Pretty hungry when I get home, and then I eat late at night. So that's pretty much after I get home from the gym. Then that's when I eat dinner. So, so we do have late dinners. Unfortunately, everyone says oh it's so so bad to eat late, but you know that, it's either that or I don't eat at all. So, yeah. So that's all it is. It's regular lunch. I go train, and then I eat a late dinner. So I I don't have too many snacks. I'm just usually too busy for snacks. Could I change up my diet and eat better? Yeah, that's I sh- I- good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I know you've had a lot of ups and downs in your jiu-jitsu journey. What has been one of the hardest parts uh, or the biggest challenges that you've had to overcome?
1: You know, I've had I've had lots of challenges. Um, one of them, just I mean, it's really combined. It's like I'm older, I'm small, and I'm a woman. I have three huge things going against me in this sport, and um, and so those all three combined has made my journey I get beat up at the gym constantly. I've been injured more times than I can even count. Um, I think I've injured every ligament in my body, and and those alone. It with mentally being beat up on a regular basis is very difficult to deal with and and I've wanted to quit more times than I I can remember because I I think to myself, why am I doing this to myself, (laughs) you know, what is going on with me, Um, why can't I, I question myself so I'm like why can't I go out there and beat up people. You know, why, why is it always me getting beat up? Like, I've been doing this long enough, you know, <laughs> so it's definitely that way where I felt like I should know enough to where I don't get beat up, but I got to remember that I am older, I am smaller, I am a female, I, I can't, I, I once had talked to Mackenzie Dern, and she had, her father told her, um, don't ever compare yourself to not rope, no matter what belt they are. They, you could be a black belt and they could be a blue belt. They, they could tear right through you. But there's a lot of factors, mm. you know, that go into that. What their background is and what they know and, and everything. And so she said that her father told her, don't ever compare yourself that way. If you really feel like you need to compare, <laughs> if you really feel like you need to, <laughs> this is <laughs> If you really feel like you need to test <laughs> yourself <laughs> and see how your jiu-jitsu is doing, then you should do a tournament against people your own age, weight, and belt, and yeah. that's the only way that you should test yourself. But it's hard. It's hard to be in the gym. Oh yeah, buddy, and not feel um, upset or sad or mad at yourself when you're not doing as good as you feel like you should be. You oh, know, yeah. to- absolutely, absolutely. No, oh, I agree. Tough it's- one. It, uh, a tough part of my journey is I sometimes wish, like, what if I was stronger or bigger or younger? Um, I, I sometimes I feel like, well, you know, my husband's so good, he can beat up anybody he wants. At some time. But you know, I could, like, and then I start comparing myself to his success. You know, so I, I, I just have to had to learn. To stop comparing myself and start just not caring. I'm Lisa, I, I am who I am. Um, I can only do so much, and you know, and so that's that's kind of been my journey. Just keep showing up. Everyone's like, Oh my god, you're a black belt! and I'm like, Look, this what I tell people, I'm a normal person, I'm a black belt because I just kept coming to class. Doesn't mean amazing, and I can beat up everybody who's under me. It just means I kept showing up. So you can do the same thing.
0: (laughs) I think that's an awesome message to put out there for sure. When teaching women's classes, is there a specific technique that you like to teach? That was one of the questions that we had. Yes. You (laughs) (laughs) You
1: might know this, um, but... um, there's not any specific move. Like everybody, jujitsu, you make your own, and I always preach that to them. You got to make jujitsu your own. I might mm-hmm. do something, but it might not work for you. Your mobility is different than my mobility, and your, you know, your strength is different than my strength. Yeah. So things are going to be different. But the one thing that I always, always teach them is pressure. Yeah. I'm mean, like, you have to learn your pressure. You have to feel it. You have to know it. You have to learn it, and you have to apply it to these big dudes and hurt <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the biggest thing that I always teach in every single move that I will teach them, I will end it with some type of shoulder pressure or or something like that and then I was at a camp at uh recently with Froiller Gracie and he taught me the way he does neon belly, and I'm like, hmm, I'm gonna have to try this one now because it's different. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to have to try out now. But yeah, definitely shoulder pressures. I've applied shoulder pressure to some guys and they're like, what is this you're doing to me? I've never felt (laughs) like this before. And you're so tiny. It's like, it's the only thing I have on you. You know, it's nobody else does this. How come these guys don't do it? They're so much bigger. How come I don't feel the same pressure? Because they don't need it like I need it. So I perfect it and use it <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you've gotten to train with a lot of people you travel around I see you doing the globetrotter camps um and so you Grim- know yes and so what is what is like who would you say is one of your top in that top five people that you've gotten to train with oh, gosh. okay and learn from <laughs> oh my gosh, there's
1: so many people. I, I have actually been so blessed at the people that I've been able to train. It's been like sometimes I'm in shock with all the people that I've been able to train with. And I mean, it goes from, I don't even know if I can say I have much of a favorite, but I mean, I've trained and Gracie, Craig Jones, and you know, we have a seminar coming up with Nikki Rod and um, one of my most favorite camps though, is Leticia Hubero. I freaking am amazed by her. She's she's just awesome. She's such a phenomenal teacher, and and I I, I love training with her, and all of her women on her team are also nice and tough. And and I I told I told my husband I said I ever you, I'm going to Leticia's gym. <laughs>
0: hopefully not but (laughs) no
1: plan on leaving him no rumors (laughs) (laughs) one of my great moments was um you know I used to always see see my husband um once he turned blackbell he's been blackbell for quite a while now I actually started um when he got his black bells when I started so I was able to see you know a lot of his tournaments and he would always train with so many big names or or compete, sorry, compete against so many big names. And I was like, ooh, one day, you know, maybe one of these people I look up to I'll be able to compete against and and I was shocked and I don't know if there's any kids on here so I don't want to curse, but I was so shocked when I saw La in my division and then not only was she in my division but she was my first match <laughs> I could not believe that i was going to compete with lecavera what what like it's just crazy to me and to be able to have people you've looked up to your whole journey and be able to be, to be able to connect with them talk to them train with them compete with them Is unreal to me gives me chills because you can't do that in a lot of
0: sports exactly yeah that's what I was just gonna say there's no way that people get to do that in like basketball or football or volleyball or any of that unless you're at that that level you know
1: yeah yes but I've got to train and compete with so many amazing women even not big names like the, the the amount of people and amazing people that I've met through camps and training and competitions I'm just amazed. I'm amazed at the, at the people I've met and, and a lot of people too will be like, Oh, I don't know if I want to compete. And I'm like, honestly, I I don't, I don't win when I compete. I, I just, I I love competing. I just love going out there and I love doing, but I, I am not the most, well, I don't, I don't know. I'm just not disciplined enough to where I train hard enough to win. (laughs) I guess is what I should say. And, um, but I have fun doing it. And to me, that's what matters. Oh, yeah. And, and so when people are like, oh, I don't want to compete because, you know, I'm afraid of losing or I'm afraid of how I feel before and after, I said, you just need to stop caring. I said, if you really don't care, if you're going to be a world champion, go out there and have fun. And then the because, and the one major reason why, because I have met so many amazing people that I'm now friends with that I competed. Mm-hmm. Oh, with. yeah, for sure. Yeah, and to me, that's one of my most favorite parts about jiu-jitsu is the people I've competed against that I'm now friends with. I, I love it. And so I will, even though I'm 44, some people are like, especially my dad, he's like, when are you <laughs> competing? Because, you know, you get hurt and blah, blah, blah. Not, I do, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know when I'll stop competing. You know, I'm 44 now, and I've signed up for PANS, and a master's just opened. I think I'm going to sign up for master's. and Nice. Um, Yeah. I don't know.
0: You know what? I don't think you're ever too old to have fun. (laughs) You keep doing you. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I get nervous
1: for the tournaments, of course. And, of course, I want to win. I mean, who doesn't? But, you know, and then I have have a strength and conditioning coach that expects more out of me than what I give him. And I don't blame him. And one of the things that he told me, because I told him I have a really hard time with motivation and... You know, how, how, I don't know how to motivate myself to, to do what I need to do to, to win. And he goes, well, then you're never going. And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, you can't, you cannot wait for motivation because that'll come and go all the time. And motivation is not real because you have to be disciplined. So you have to take that motivation word out and replace it with discipline. Once you can be disciplined to do what you need to do to win, then you can win. And I'm like, oh, my God, that resonated with me so much. He has talked to me time and time again. but Those are the words that he told me that I will never forget because it's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can be motivated one day and the next day you're like, eh, you know, no, I don't feel like it. <laughs> you know? But if you're disciplined, you're going to go. Yeah, You're going to train. You're going to do what you need to do. So I do have to change and start being more disciplined. So, And I know that. I know my downfalls. Like everyone's <laughs> like, ah, uh, uh, do you know what you need to do to win? I know what I need to do to win. And I don't do it. And I know that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> baby steps, baby steps. Knowing is half the battle, right?
1: <laughs> I'm very aware. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know. <laughs> as long as you're having fun, I, that's what I like. I mean, I I think you know, especially now that like later in life, right? It's just we're we're not looking for sponsor. We're not like we're just doing this for kicks, right? We're just looking for good times. We're not as serious as we were maybe when we were younger or mm-hmm. some of the younger athletes, you know. Yeah. So it's just you yeah. know it's our holy moly. That level has the bar has been raised, uh, risen over and over and over. Like, you know, I have one friend. She's a black belt, and she's been a black belt for a while. She's like, man, I miss the days when you could just eat a burrito and then go, like, compete. <laughs> like now, they're all doing CrossFit. They're cross training. They're doing wrestling and judo, and like, yeah, you know, so it's a different world.
1: <laughs> I know. I did an adult. I did an adult match. Um, I think it was about two years ago. I was in my forties, two or three years ago. And, um, and Jay was like, yeah, you're never doing that again. (laughs) Divisions. So then I even didn't have anyone in my master three division. So I dropped down to master one and I, I got to compete against some great people who I'm now friends with. And, uh, but I got injured and Jay's like, yeah, you're not even doing master one anymore. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if you want to keep doing jiu master three or nothing. <laughs> I, uh, we'll see because I, I don't care who I go against. To me, I'm all, I've am all i always been that person that's like, uh, you know, I don't care if it's an open weight class or, or wrong at different age. I mean, it doesn't matter to me. I don't care.
0: So just go for it. So I'm going to close out with this. I have one final, I want to give you an opportunity to give one final piece of advice for women that are maybe in their middle, you know, in their mid-40s, middle-aged women. What advice do you have for them who might be watching or listening and are saying, you know, I want to try jujitsu, but I have my concerns because I am kind of a more mature and, you know, our body starts changing once we start, you know. Getting into our middle ages, what advice do you have for them? I actually have a lot of
1: with class who are middle aged and so um, I, I I'm with them on a regular basis. And uh, my advice to them is is you have to listen to yourself and your body. And when you're not comfortable with something, they know. So if we're if and that's one of the things I I. I and am an advocate for if you're in the gym and it's not just my class if you're in the gym and you're in the adult class and there's all these men in there and you're not comfortable going with this bigger guy because maybe he's a little rough say no and it's okay for you to say no and don't let anybody else tell you otherwise because your body is important and the only way that you're going to keep going in life and keep doing jiu-jitsu is if you take care of your body you have to protect yourself and you know, obviously it's like eating healthy, which I, I plan to do more of. <laughs> and a <and laughs> little more strength and conditioning to protect your joints. I have hurt every joint in my body. And so I I, I am I do have pain on a regular basis. And so doing that little bit of strength and conditioning to protect those joints, to help protect them in the future. But, uh, but my biggest one really is just to, you know, you, don't be afraid to tell somebody you don't want to roll with them because you don't want to get hurt. It's okay. And um, and that's the only way that you're going to keep doing, doing jiu-jitsu. So.
0: Well, it was such a pleasure having you on, Lisa. I'm so glad we had this opportunity to give people at home watching and listening an opportunity to ask you questions. You are a wealth of knowledge. I think that, that everybody listening and watching can relate to what you said. You dropped some serious knowledge on us, uh, some food for thought. And, um, you know, I'm just, I'm so honored to have you on here today and uh, look forward to having you on again.
1: Thanks. And anyone can message me anytime if, if they have any questions, I'm more than happy to answer.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We hope that you can join us for our next series and uh, you have a wonderful weekend. Take care, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.